0: From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Alisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858 876 5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we're talking about making foreplay a part of your sexual intimacy and why it's important for both of you.
1: Foreplay is one of those areas that a lot of people think about, some people talk about, but as we start today's show, I've you guys know, well, those of you that are new listeners don't know. Those of you that have been around for quite a while know that I like to start the show with a quote, and I couldn't find anything that really summed up what we wanted to say today. And so... Although
0: there were a lot of good there, quotes. Well,
1: we're going to get to those in the show. Okay. We are going to... Because I did pull those. But Tony looked at me and he said, what do you want to say? What is it that really matters about this show? And so I want you to guys to think about this quote. And it's that people are like Cars. You can't go from zero to 60 without starting the engine. Some may get there faster than others, but you still got to start. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be starting, talking about starting those engines. And, and before we do, I want to share, share this hug that we received last week. And you guys know that you can put those hugs. You can send them to us on email. You can call in. Tony gave the number at the start of the show, the 858-876-5663 you can leave a review on itunes that will read you can leave a review on stitcher that will read wherever you get one extraordinary marriage we'd love for you to have your thoughts about how the show is impacting your marriage and so here's this one um, from a listener and she said i've been listening to some of your podcasts for a few months now we've been struggling in our marriage because of communication problems listening to your podcast has helped me to understand some of what was going on in our marriage before the storm hit and to give some validation of my feelings and to give me some hope for a future. I'm not sure what to do next. So I'm hanging on day to day and trying to trust that God is going to bring something good from this. It's an awful, awful mess. Thank you for what you do. I feel like listening to some of your podcasts two years ago may have made a difference in our marriage and avoided much of the mess. Hmm. And to that listener, um, that's a sentiment that's shared by a lot of folks. Yeah, a lot of people come to One Extraordinary Marriage when things aren't going so well and they're looking for those resources and that's very much what we hope to provide Mm -hmm. through the show, through our workshops. We want to be your marriage resource Mm -hmm. where you come for information.
0: Coming up on Thursday, May 29th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we'd love for you to join us for Bring Back the Spark, five ways to rekindle your sexual intimacy this is a live online workshop, and during this workshop, you will learn how to enjoy the wow in your marriage for a deeper sexual connection, how to set aside time to talk about your sexual desires, how to put guardrails around your marriage, and much more. This live online workshop is slated for 90 minutes. The last one we did on He Zig She Zags went almost for two hours. There is a ton of information. And one of the great things is, is when you register now, you can ask your question that we will answer on the live online workshop. Here's the cool thing though, too. If you can't make the workshop because of the time or the date, don't worry because you're going to have full access to the workshop when we complete it. So what you want to do right now is you want to go to www.com. Dot one extraordinary marriage dot com, Slash Spark, S P A R K, Slash Spark, and you will be able to register for Bring Back the Spark, Five Ways to Rekindle Your Sexual Intimacy.
1: And I know Tony's going to put that link up in the show notes too. So for those of you that are driving, don't try and do this while you're driving. Come back to the show notes and see that. And we're doing this workshop in response to the number two reason that people want to change their marriage. You know, number one is communication. Number two is their sexual intimacy. And we listen to what you guys have to say. And that's very much where this show came from today. You know, I know from the coaching clients that I work with, I know from the emails that Tony and I receive, that foreplay is one of those areas that there's a lot of confusion about. There's a lot of, I'm not sure what constitutes foreplay. I'm not even sure it matters. It matters. Right. I mean, that's what people say to me. I don't even know if it matters. Or I, I want to do foreplay, but my spouse isn't interested. They just want straight to go straight to the main course, mm-hmm. the main action. And we're talking about this because both men and women desire foreplay. Like, let me just be very blunt up there. And I know that for many of you, it's kind of like that whole sex ed thing where, you know, Tony has shared in the past that his sex ed consisted of don't get a girl pregnant. Like that was the the family line and, you know, your health classes are just kind of telling you how it happens, but there's, it's very gray. There's not a lot of information there. And the same thing happens with foreplay. You know, our foreplay education, I think really comes from, you know, what we see on movies, right? what, you know, those of you that like to read romance novels, what you read in the romance novels, there isn't kind of like a foreplay one-on-one. no. And because of that, we come into our marriages with this idea of this word, foreplay, what does that mean? And what do we do and how do we do it? And really, does it matter? And Tony and I have talked on the show many times about the quickie, and I just want to address the quickie here for just a second. Because in the quickie, there's not a lot of time for foreplay.
0: Right. I- there, inherent there in isn't. the
1: nature of the quickie is that there's not a lot of time dedicated to that cookie has a place in your marriage cookie is not the only form of sexual intimacy that your marriage should have right and because of that foreplay and extended lovemaking it is important all of you that don't think so i'm imagine me like with your head between my hands and my face right up in there holding your cheeks going it is important
0: for both husband and for the wife.
1: Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Foreplay is not a one-sided thing. You know, it's not just, well, I'm trying to like prime the pump, trying to get her ready or, you know, okay, I, okay. I've actually got to share these one-liners that I saw. So I was doing some research for the show and I went to Pinterest, which is where I often go for um, quotes and, and images and things like that. And so here are just some, here are some that came up on Pinterest Women are like iPhones. You have to touch them all over before they respond. Men are like blackberries. Rub one ball and everything moves. (laughs) And you know, it's kind of one of the, you know, some of you are chuckling right now. Um, Here's another one. This is obviously from a woman, a woman's perspective. Hey, Mr. Impatient, how about you go down a water slide while it isn't wet? Maybe then you'll understand why foreplay is so important.
0: And here's another one. No woman has ever started an argument with a man while he was dusting, vacuuming, or washing the dishes.
1: And all of these, you know, they're poking fun at the idea of foreplay with, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, some seriousness here, but we're going to kind of talk about this and why it's important. And that's where I'm going to go first with why foreplay matters in your sexual intimacy and why it needs to be a part of your sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. And, part of it is, and I will speak personally here is that there are times when, because Tony and I do the intimacy lifestyle, there are times when it's his day to initiate. And my mind is like four States over. It's about a thousand miles away and and he's initiating. And I'm like, Oh, great. Like, okay, let me, let me pull myself back here because I'm mentally not present. Right. Sometimes physically, I think he thinks I'm not present too.
0: I think just the other night that was a, a good indication of it, where both of us were were not there completely. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to discuss today with foreplay, even though it took us longer than normal to get to that point of arousal, the foreplay part of it was very important. Because even though we weren't completely there from the onset, we were able to, with foreplay, get ourselves there arouse, and to have a very intimate connection prior to intercourse.
1: And that's really a big part of the purpose of foreplay Mm -hmm. is to draw the two of you in together to get you into that mental space. Um, For those of you that have the to-do list running in your head or the, oh, I wonder what's happening on the television show, or you know, I wonder what the kids are doing right now. I thought I heard a sound. Foreplay is a way for you to get in that space both mentally and physically with your spouse, to start connecting with them, you know, touching them, being close to them. It, it's all part of setting the stage for what's coming next.
0: Right. And, and by doing that, what we have to be is intentional mm-hmm. too, right? We have to schedule that time because if not, we're always going to be rushed, you're always going to wonder if you can even get there. So it's always a quickie. So you don't have that connection. So for you guys, it means being intentional and in finding the time when you can do it. Because if not, you're always just going to rush through it. One of you or both of you are just going to feel a little blah afterwards because you didn't have that quick connection because you're rushing it through. Now, I'm said right there from the onset with the quickie. We have those often, but if we, if we put too many of those together in a row, we can sense that the sex is good. It's enjoyable, but we miss that connection that we get through foreplay, that time when we are touching each other in ways that heighten the arousal. So, you need to be intentional, and for those of you who haven't started the intimacy lifestyle or are wondering what it's all about, you need to go to com slash sex. In that episode, we share everything about the intimacy lifestyle and how we've done it now. We're going on almost five years, and how that really has transformed our sexual intimacy, has transformed the foreplay we have before sex. So that way, we do have that connection.
1: Because it's not just, it's not just the physical act of sex. No, yes, foreplay really brings in, it brings in so much more. Because you're learning what works for your spouse, you're learning what feels good, you're learning what they like, what they don't like, and it's more than just. You know, I mean, we've all heard the expression, "Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I mean, that's really, you know, for some people, that's where the sexual intimacy begins and ends. and it takes about that long. You are in a marriage, guys? You're in a marriage where the two of you are supposed to be growing together. and one area where you need to be growing is in your sexual intimacy. And one way that you grow in your sexual intimacy is by developing foreplay as part of that as part of that process. And I know, and I'm going to speak to the ladies here right now. Um, I know for some of you, you're thinking, or you've been taught, because of all the messages we've talked about, messages that you've received in the past, that you know, good girls don't do that kind of stuff. They don't, you know, touch and play and explore and do all that kind of stuff. Um, Sex is only for procreation, all this kind of stuff. I'm telling you right now, stop it. Stop it. You are married. God has given you the gift of one another to enjoy one another, to enjoy each other's bodies, to learn what works for one another. Okay, okay. Good girls do have sex with their husbands and enjoy it. Good girls can get aroused during foreplay and it's okay. There's nothing in the Bible that says that a wife can't enjoy foreplay with her husband. I'm just I'm just going to tell you it's not in there. Okay? There's a whole book in the Bible that talks about sex and foreplay and and things like that. So, it's okay. It's okay to learn with your spouse what works for you. It's okay to try different touches. It's okay to try suggestive language. I don't know what's going to work for the two of you. I don't know what's going to bring heightened arousal.
0: Right. That is between you two. And for Elisa and I, you know what? In the early years, it was very, gosh, I'd say very rare that we really got into foreplay um it was quick at best and right into sex as we have grown older and have been together longer we have learned that foreplay is actually the meat it, it, the foreplay is the entree in my opinion that's where the real i want to say magic happens between us the intercourse part of it is sort of the dessert it's the culmination that can be very quick. I mean for there are times I mean gosh, ejaculation can happen within a minute. It's quick, it's over, it's done. It's that foreplay though where the heightened arousal really comes between us.
1: Right because the foreplay can go I mean we can, for us yeah, for us it can be a very extended period of time. Now. I
0: mean in a, yeah in a 45 minute session of sexual intimacy, we're looking at maybe 40 plus minutes of it is all foreplay where the actual intercourse part is less than five minutes and because what ends up happening is that that connection that time we get to talk to each other during foreplay different touches different moves different positions within foreplay that's where the connection really happens where you know your heart rate is really up there, that the two of you are are skin to skin, you're touching each other, um, you're touching yourself. You know you're showing your spouse what feels good, what doesn't feel good at times. You know you're going, no, not today, or what may it be. But the, during that time is when you're really ex- getting excited.
1: And it's one of those things for those of you listening, where the two of you can need to have a conversation about this. Yeah. I mean, it's really, this isn't going to just, you know, okay, we're going to incorporate foreplay into our sexual intimacy and uh, fireworks and, you know, lightning bolts and, you know, rainbows and things like that. Probably not. I mean, part of that is why we're doing, you know, bring back the spark. Because for some of you, this foreplay thing is about as far from your sexual intimacy as, you know, the West Coast is from the East Coast. Some of you are not doing this. Some of you have spouses that aren't interested. And so it's going to take some conversations. It's going to take some exploration to figure out what are you guys comfortable with? You know, I'm not saying that everybody's good. I mean, and guys, listen to me. We do not have 40 minutes of foreplay every time we have sex. I I just want to be very clear. But that is is not, you know, we're not setting aside an hour plus every time Tony and I have sex. No, that's not happening. But we do have those times. And the reason why is because we have learned, okay, learned what works for one another. And we are constantly trying new things like, oh, I wonder if he'll like this touch, or I wonder if she'll like this touch. Or what can I whisper into his ear? Or, you know, what can I come to bed wearing? Or, you know, there are so many different ways that the two of you can engage in foreplay. But I'm going to tell you, your spouse is the best expert on what's going to work for them. Tony and I can throw out a hundred different ideas here and maybe only two of them would really arouse your spouse. So until you sit down and have the conversation, of let's talk about foreplay. What would you like to try? What do you like during foreplay? What do you not like?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A- and and I'm going to tell you, don't have this conversation right before you're ready to have sex. That, that'll be a total buzzkill right there because now you've got all these expectations probably in your bedroom right before you're thinking you're going to get some. Right. Not going to happen. It's going to be one of those quickies like let's just get it over with. We talk too much about sex.
0: Right. And in the moment, though, too, be willing and open to try new things. And at the same time, if your spouse says no, understand, hey, it's it's a no-go. Don't force, don't keep continuing onward. You're not going to go anywhere, mm-hmm. both both husband and wife. I mean, we have had instances in, in our marriage where we're, we're in foreplay, doing new touches or trying new touches or done doing touches that we've done in the past and have just been, no, not right now. That's, that doesn't feel good. Um, I'm not in, at that heightened arousal right now for those types of touches or for that kind of talk. So remember, every time we come to bed, every time you go to bed, every time you go to have sex or have foreplay, you and your spouse are at a different place than you were the last time. And that's something really that you got to remember because I think what we always desire and what you desire and hope for is that every single time is like the last, but it's not because we're at a different place. Something may have happened at work. Something may have happened with the kids. Something may be happening with mom and dad. You know, something may just be irritating you that you haven't been able to fully put into words and tell your spouse and they don't know that. Mm -hmm. So, when we go into our bedroom, when we're about to have foreplay or do or have sex, it, it's different. But just be open and listen and notice those body movements. Notice if your spouse is going, Hey, not right now. Don't get upset about it. I mean, there are many a times when Elisa said, Not right now. Typically, that will be with oral sex just because of where she's at. And I'm really excited because the last time we had sex and had a foreplay, Oral sex was really good. So I'm thinking, well, geez, it was just three days ago. It was really good. So she's going to want it that way again today. No, something happened. You know, it may just be the time of the cycle, whatever may be happening with her. So by respecting her and her trusting me, I'm not going to go there.
1: And the other part of that, too, and this is why it's so important to have the conversations and spend time exploring one another is that you need to have kind of that repertoire of different things that you can go to. Right. Whether it's touch or suggestive language or clothes that you wear or any of that type of stuff.
0: One thing I just want to say was suggestive language. Elisa and I will use dirty talk in the bedroom. This is our, this is our one big guardrail around this whole thing. Within that talk, within that dirty talk, we do not bring in another person. We do not go, oh my gosh, you're this beautiful, blonde haired, blue eyed woman.
1: Right. The fantasy is all about the two of us.
0: Right. The fantasy is us. That dirty talk is us. We're not talking about, you know, some other person male or female that we want to bring into our intimate time together that that is something that we are adamant about and we'll say this truthfully and honestly because we've done that in the past and it's actually caused a wedge in our marriage it really has and we didn't realize it at the time but as we've grown older and we we stopped doing that completely we realized that that was really detracting from us, from that bond we were having. We were putting other images of people in our minds and portraying that on each other.
1: And so that's where you want to to explore it with one another. You know, you need to, You, it's okay to have fantasies. Guys, it's okay for fantasy to be part of your foreplay. As long as the fantasy only involves the two of you. Okay, we, you know, for those of you that are brand new listeners, I'm going to say this now for those of you that have been listening for a long time, uh, marriages between the two of you. Okay. No third parties. That's why we come down on affairs and, you know, we talk a lot about staying away from situations that are going to put you in emotional infidelity or physical infidelity. The same thing happens when you bring in a fantasy that involves someone else. Uh That's essentially emotional infidelity. And so keep that outside, keep that out of your marriage, focus on the two of you, focus on what you can learn about your spouse, focus on, it's okay to ask the question, honey, does this feel good? Sweetie, do you like it when I do this? No, I will say with one caveat, don't ask a ton of questions when you're in the mood because that will break the arousal. You know, if he or she has to constantly be affirming you, right? they're going to get a little irritated you know, every once in a while, or even talk about it after, honey, did you like, did you like that touch? What was it about the way I was performing oral sex on you that you really appreciated tonight because you seemed more in tuned, more aroused, you know, whatever it is. Part of what One Extraordinary Marriage exists to do is to give you guys the ability to have these conversations, the ability to say, huh, well, Tony and Lisa were talking about this. I wonder if my wife and I could talk about this. I wonder if my husband and I could talk about this. Because Tony and I, we did not have these conversations with our parents growing up. Nope. My mom never sat down with me and talked to me about foreplay. And now that I just said that out loud, this will probably be an episode that she listens to. Um, you know, we, it just wasn't our experience. It wasn't a cultural norm that you would talk about sex. And quite honestly, to this day, it's still not that way. Okay, we rely on all of these other external, the Cosmo magazine in the grocery store or whatever other tabloid magazine is there in the grocery store, you know, 51 ways to please your man, whatever it is, the movies, the books, all of these other things. And you know what? The expert, the expert on your sexual intimacy is the one that shares the bed with you. Mm -hmm. You want to have amazing foreplay, you start engaging in the conversation and there is something to that. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something to the fact that foreplay does not happen in just the 20 minutes before the two of you have sex. Mm -hmm. Foreplay really does have a lot to do with the way that the two of you treat each other all the time, all day long. Are you willing to help your spouse out during the day so you can free them up at night? You know, you come home, there are dishes, there's laundry, there's kids. I mean, I will tell you that when Tony started helping with the dishes, And especially when our kids were little and we had, you know, after dinner, it was bath time and bedtime and dishes and clean up the house. When I could just focus on bath time and he would do the dishes, it it freed me up to have the mental energy to climb into bed with him at night and be able to have sex because it was just one more thing that I didn't have to think about. That's why that one man tip that said, you know,
0: no woman has ever started an argument with a man while he was dusting, vacuuming or washing the dishes.
1: and, And I joke now that since we started the intimacy lifestyle since we started really developing foreplay into our into our sexual intimacy since we started putting the emphasis on each other and really when it boils down to it foreplay is putting the emphasis on your spouse yep it's about figuring out what pleases them and bringing that into your sexual intimacy when we started doing that guys i'm telling you i it, it could just be coincidence but I don't get as much flack about Tony having to do the dishes or the laundry or things like that.
0: And here's the thing. Each of you are going to be different when it comes to foreplay for us. What we ended up picking up was the book called the joy of sex. You can get that at one extraordinary marriage.com slash J O S stands for joy of sex. And I'll take you over to Amazon. That book helped us out. It allowed us to see things in a different light to talk about foreplay, to talk about sexual positions. Because within that book, it talks about these things. And what it did for us was expand our mind, expanded us to allow us to go, hey, let's try that. And if it works, cool. If not, let's move on. It's okay. And there are numerous, numerous positions, again, foreplay suggestions in there to help jog your mind To get you maybe out of the rut, the same old thing that you've been doing, and try something new for the two of you. Again, we're all so different. We're all made so differently. So for Elisa and I to spout off a hundred different ways to have foreplay, you know, you may grab two of them. And that's okay. That is totally fine. Because what Elisa and I do is completely different than what you guys would enjoy doing.
1: And it starts... It starts with a conversation. It starts with the two of you setting aside time this week to talk about this. You know, if this is an area that's working in your marriage, then set aside the time to talk about it and talk about why you think it's working so well. What the two of you have done, what you may still want to explore. Just because it's working now doesn't mean it's going to be humming along at the same time in the future. So start exploring how to make it better before, you know, you kind of get that, hit that speed bump. If this is an area of your marriage that isn't working so well, set aside time this week to talk calmly with your spouse, lovingly with your spouse about how you would like to see this area of your marriage change. They're not going to change overnight. If this is something they're kind of like, yeah I'm not so sure about, it's not going to happen overnight. But when you start having those conversations, when you start inviting them into the space with you, asking, can we try this? Can I touch you here? Can I whisper these things in your ear? I think you'll be surprised at what happens. And worst case scenario, just play this podcast for them, throw it on their iPhone and have them listen to it. Mm -hmm. Have them understand how important it is to you. Use our words. To convey that, we know that when we do shows like this, that there are a lot of you going, I wish I had that in my marriage. I know many of you, when you heard Tony say that there are times we have foreplay for 40 minutes or more, you're thinking, wow, that would be great. All of this is to say that you can have that when the two of you come together and understand that it's important to both of you. Uh It's, It's important to fostering that sexual intimacy, it's important to learning more about each other as you grow together, as you grow older together. Like Tony said, our, our foreplay in the early years, virtually non-existent. As we've learned over the years what works, how to touch one another, I mean, we're still, we're 18, almost 18 years into this thing called marriage And we're still coming up with new touches and new ways and new positions. Yeah. Keep trying new stuff.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if foreplay is something that you really desire in your marriage, it's something that you're going, man, we want that. You know, overall, we just want to bring back the spark in our marriage, period. You know? Well, foreplay is a great place where it starts. Those touches, those cuddles, all of those that is a great place to bring back the spark. So don't miss our live online workshop, Bring Back the Spark, Five Ways to Rekindle Your Sexual Intimacy on May 29th. You get to ask any question before and during the workshop as you learn how to set aside time to talk about your sexual desires. You're gonna enjoy the wow in your marriage for a deeper sexual connection from foreplay to completion how to put guardrails around your marriage, and much more. We want to see you there. So register now at www.oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash spark. And we are hoping that you will join us for this exclusive online workshop for you guys, the one family. This week, folks, enjoy foreplay. Talk about it. Talk about it. Maybe you don't do anything this week with it but talk about it. And maybe if you guys decide to try something new, go for one thing, try one new position, one new thing that could enhance the foreplay in your marriage. We love you guys. Take care. Love you.